Welcome to Practically a Fabring, a podcast about life, about getting real, and about Chabad Hasidis. Here's our hosts, Menachem Poznanski and Rabbi Meir Prager. Practically a Fabring, and welcome back. Leaping back into Parakidawad. Sorry for the hiatus, but uh, we're jumping back in all the way. And we're going to close with your style. But before we get there, do us a favor. Subscribe to the podcast, give us five stars and a review, and um, tell us, tell your friends about us. Spread the good word. Also, if you want to reach out to us, you can catch us on email at delightrevealed at tlffamily.org. So last time we talked about how gishmak we are, now it's time to talk about how much we get to own our lives. See you on the other side. Okay, here we are. We're back. Practically, if I bring in finally after delays, avoidances, mazel tovs, and and false humility, <laughs> we're jumping back in. We're right in the middle of Parakidad, which makes sense because like, we're really in the kishkas of Tanya now, talking about the Bainani and talking about uh, getting ready to talk about the avoda of the Bainani, which is really the avoda of every person, and kind of like the, getting into the real program of action. That is Tanya. We're done with the introductions. Enough hakdamas, as they say. And it's time to jump in. So the Alter Rebbe is, you know, in the text itself, there's an interesting frame here that we're actually at. Where, like, it makes a break as if it's a new chapter, but it's still part of the same chapter. It's interesting. Anyone who's familiar with Perkidalit, it's like it stops. And then it does that a couple times in a few chapters, but not in the classic uh in, in the classic printing. Uh, but this is one of them. So uh, we're here. We're jumping in. Last time we talked about how we're Gishmak, And now we're going to talk about what they make us promise. Take it away, Mayor. You know, it's we spend more time. I think we spend more time on Perry Kedala than anyone else. Well worth it. I mean, Yudalf sorry, Yudalf. Oh, Yudalf was a long one also. Yeah, 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 we spent a lot of time in Yadalf. <clears throat> Ever more recent memory. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> as you say, he started an, it's seemingly a new part, but he's he's actually going back to the beginning of Tanya. In the beginning of Tanya, it told us that every neshama, before it comes down to this world, they they make it swear. You're going down. Be tzaddik, be righteous. Don't be a bad guy. Everybody takes, every neshama, every one of us went, um, took on this this swearing. At the time, we spoke about that swearing in the context of of, of the Torah is, is Moloshin Seva. It satiates. It gives you the, the strength so when it says ti yitzad, it means they're, they're satiating you. They're giving you the strength to be a tzaddik and the strength of al to not to, 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 to not say, I couldn't. We could always do, we could always do it. There is, there is strength in us, more than we can even imagine. They embedded it in, in, in us through the swearing process. Over there, he asked a few questions on this on this wording, but he didn't ask this question. He's now saying, Now we're going to understand why it's, it's out here. He says, 
it's to more, it's question. We, we, after all the chapters that we learned, we learned that there are different types of neshama, especially in the, in the last episode we quoted desire. I said that they, they made different neshamas. And some of them are tzaddikim. Some of them, their jobs are to be special, unique. And, every, and, but, and everybody else has to struggle with, with the Nefesh of Bahamas. Um, for those not familiar, we have a, a tradition that we speak about this all the time, that it, in, the, in, the, in the sense that in Tanya, we don't only mean Tzadik Russia, a absolute in every, in every character. It can mean there are certain characters that you're unique in, that you're a Tzadik. You don't have an issue with that. Some people are very calm. They never lose their cool. When it comes to, to uh, anger, they're a Tzadik. Some people are, when it comes to charity, at tzaddik. Some people, when it comes to other things, they're very, very bad. Learning, they're very good. Other things, they're bad. So they're different. In our respective characters, there are levels of tzaddik, benini, and, and, and Russia. But he says over here, he says, even don't be bad. It doesn't make any sense. If you're saying to somebody, you should be good, you should be great, then obviously it means don't be bad. Once you say the tzaddik, why are you even mentioning don't be bad? So he answered, because she'en kol odam tzaddik. Not everybody was given a God opportunity to truly get over that particular issue, to truly excel in that particular thing. <clears throat> Some people have gifts that other people don't have. You see, some people have memory. They have amazing memory. They can memorize. Some people can do other things. Everybody has a certain gift. So he's saying that not everybody doesn't have, could be a tzaddik. So therefore, they, they have a second swearing, Altir Russia. True, you might not be able to excel in it, but you're not going to, you have the power to not be lost in it and not to be taken by it. And not to become a bad guy on that issue, that you do have. So that's why there's the double, the double lotion. But what would grab me very interestingly is that if the in the words there's something, it's the way he says it, it makes you think. He goes, uh, says, for Adam, mishpat habchir mishpat the judgment of pchir. What do you mean mishpat habchir? It should just say ve'en adam habchir. The person doesn't have choice in this. This is God, God did. What is this added word mishpat? It's seemingly redundant. And then he again mentions it afterwards, a few lines later. Again, a person <coughs> doesn't have the mishpat habchir. So uh, why why add the word mishpat, the judgment of chir? You just say you don't have the choice. So I'm going to go back. I think um, was it Yud Gimel? The Dalterva said an amazing thing. He said the Chazal said when it comes to Benini, he says Zevazeshayftan. This and this judge him. So he speaks over there about the uniqueness of how the interaction happens between our our respected sides, our Nevshal Kis, our godly side. A good side and Nevesh Bahamis, our animalistic side. And he says, 
it's they're not rulers. It doesn't say Zevazem Moishuan. None of them, they're not, they never have the leadership. There's always choice. But what they do is they are the judges, you know, it's they, they they say their verdict and they impose their they at least they ask, they tell you what their opinion is. And then one says do it, and one says don't do it. So then it's a deadlock. So therefore he says there's a third judge, and that's Dave, that's Hashem. And he's the one who gives you the energy to tick to pick the, to pick the right side and to get over, to, to, to get to get by. So knowing that the third judge or this is is God, I think the Mishpat because who's gonna judge God who's judging and, and watching over the, the freedom of choice that a person has? He said I I think that he's that in this parak he's saying is that God didn't choose, did not give us the right or the so-called privilege and it, to be able to truly get over it because he wants, it's a mishpat. He, he sent us here to this issue for a particular reason, that we have this, the skill set to deal with this problem. We're on God's mission in this world to clean this place, to make this place a holy place starting with ourselves, our family, and the world around us. And he gave everybody a unique character to deal with a unique situation. So not everybody is going to be able to be an Albert Einstein. He, they didn't, God didn't want me to be Albert Einstein. He wanted me to be me and Menachem to, and you to be you. And that's why, So the reason we know that we know that we're not going to totally get over this issue is because the issue hasn't been resolved yet. If he just gave us a carte blanche and said, okay, no more, okay, it's over, the issue stays an issue and we move to something else, but that's not what we were designed for. It's the mishpat habchir is to be, is to deal with this particular issue. And that's what he says, Russia. so at least we know that God has given us the ability to truly not be lost in the in the vices and the issues that are plaguing us, because that second swearing for Altair Russia is there for every single person. Everybody before the neshama came down, with with the ever uh, knowing eyes of God and heavenly court, saw everything that will ha- transpire and what's supposed to transpire in our lives, and have given us the ability to not falter, maybe not eradicate it completely to tzaddik, because that's not the mishpat abchir, that's not what God gave us. So we're here to wash that place out really well, to truly make sure that that place is not a bad place anymore. Wow, very, very cool. Very, very, very cool idea. I like this a lot. It's one of those interesting areas where our perspectives overlap when it relates to We've talked about this this concept and this perspective before. It kind of emerges in the addiction world of powerlessness and what that how that plays out because powerlessness is the whole concept of powerlessness touches on bechira. But let me let me let me tell you what why I'm saying that and it's very very powerful. Okay, so you you pointed out that at this juncture of Tanya Parakudala, the Alter Rebbe returns to this idea of um, of the promise 
that the neshama has to make is is forced to make when it comes to this world, not to be a tzaddik. I'm, I'm sorry, to be a tzaddik, and not to be a rasha. And you, the Alter Rebbe has mentioned it before, and and when we talked about it before, you talked about um, the the idea, and I appreciate you reminding us this idea of the the swearing, the word to be to swear is similar to the word of satiating, right? Which is like when a person's full, like soveya. The malachim, when they're forcing, so to speak, the neshama to swear, what they're really doing is empowering the neshama to take ownership and to feel the confidence or the 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 brazenness to to try to live a life of a tzaddik and to avoid the life of a of a of a rasha, right? To, to give them the the tekifos, the the confidence, the the self esteem to be able to launch in. But over here, the Alter Rebbe, as you explained, is kind of coming at the. Co- understanding this chazal from a different context because it doesn't really make sense because once you for once you tell me to swear not to be to be a tzaddik you don't need to tell me to swear to not be a russia because being a tzaddik is the opposite it's the direct opposite of being a russia so if i'm a tzaddik i'm not a russia and if i'm a russia then i'm not a tzaddik so why are you telling me to swear that i'm going to be a tzaddik and not going to be a russia it doesn't make any sense which implies that they're even though those two things are absolutely opposite one another right they in a certain way they can both exist at the same time so the place and which is really the entirety of the discussion we're going to have now is the way in which the bainani which while you were talking i was thinking that's the whole idea of a bainani is existing between these two right we've talked about the whole time the bainani is that point in between two parts right so the bainani the bainani is living in between those two promises of be a tzaddik don't be a rush don't be a russia so anyway, no, no, I don't that's like, I, I, uh, I, I didn't say it correctly. You're right. That's what he's saying. That's what Alti Rush is the Bainini. Don't be that guy. Right. And that's how we answer. That's why right. we say. That's why everybody has to swear. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Right. So we're we're so we're the Bainini. We're living in between those two promises, right? Because we're the Bainini. We're in between those two things. Okay. So what you talked about is that the acknowledgement over here is that the Alter Rebbe says that not everyone's capable of the same level of excellence, either in the entirety of their lives or in a particular area of their lives. Everyone has their particular area where they're at Sadiq, at Sadiq Gummer, at Sadiq Sheina Gummer, a Benini, a Rasha Sheina Gummer, or a Rasha Gummer, Rasha Vatovlo, Rasha Sheina Tovlo. However, so we, even though we can't decide to be excellent in an area that we're not naturally inclined to be excellent, as we're going to talk about later, you can make effort towards doing that, but you can't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to be excellent in this area, right? This is going to be easy for me, right? You can't just do that. You don't have the willpower to do that. However, everyone has the capacity to be willful to not act like that in the moment, in that moment. Okay. So that's like the basic kind of framework of the chapter. But then what you touched on over here, the idea that you talked about over here, which is very powerful is this idea of the language of the Alter Rebbe was Eina Ha'adam Mishpat HaBechira. He doesn't have the 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 judgment of of Bechira, which is free will, and 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 that seems like something odd. Like what's Mishpat HaBechira? What's the judgment of free will? So you went back to a previous context in Tanya, where the where the Alter Rebbe talked about how the Yitzar Hara, the the inclination towards that which is material and the Yetzir HaTov, the inclination towards that which is spiritual, really stand, in at least in the in the in the in the life of a Bainini, stand 
next to a person, and they're each giving their judgment, so to speak. They're each a shofate, right? He actually uses that framework. They're each a judge giving their verdict on what a person should do, engage this negative behavior, avoid the negative behavior, engage the positive behavior, avoid the positive behavior, and that the Bainani is really kind of stuck between those two spaces. However, there's a there's an energy of Machriya Bainahem, right? There's an energy of God who's there kind of giving the final verdict, which gives uh, a measure of strength of the Yetzir Tov over the Yetzir That was previously, in, and you said in your Gimel. So when the Alter Rebbe uses the language Mishpat HaBechira, he's framing back to that like um, outlook on what it means to choose to do the right thing, meaning part of Bechira is this idea of which side, which judge am I going to side with, right? Which part of my consciousness am I going to, or my, or my conscience, right? I think both of those, right? Am I going to follow, right? And, and the point the Alter Rebbe is making is that not everyone is in a circumstance where they have the ability to be a judge, so to speak, to have an opinion to, or to take an opinion in a particular area. It could be that, right, like, like would be the case with the, with the Russia of Vitovlo, right, in, a cer- in the right circumstance. He doesn't have the ability to um, side with the Yetzir Tov. The Yetzir Hara, the voice of the Yetzir Hara, the judgment of the Yetzir Hara, is is too overpowering. There's not there's not equal judgment. He doesn't have um, the ability to have an opinion. But then you, then what I understood, you said, if and this is I think was even more than that. It's not just that the person doesn't have the ability to have an opinion in that particular area, meaning to be able to overcome the the impulse to act um, negatively or to to be able to overcome the sloth that's holding him back from acting positively, it's something else. It's that he doesn't have an opinion about whether he's going to struggle in this area, right? Meaning that people can't just decide, like we said before. The judgment is that you don't, you don't have the opinion to, to give judgment that I shouldn't have these problems. I shouldn't have these challenges. Oftentimes we encounter challenges in life, and it's like, uh, a person shouldn't struggle with this. What's wrong with me? Right? There's a certain lack of acceptance that I'm in this issue. And the Alter Rebbe says, you don't, have, you don't always have that choice to, to decide where your shlichos is, where your, 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 the message that you've been sending to struggle in this area. Right? So in those areas where you, I would prefer not to struggle, right? if someone would give me a pill and it would take away the impulse to do those things or take away the problem in the first place, I would gladly do it. But that's not what's going on over here. You're, I'm going to struggle in this area, and I can't just wake up and decide not to struggle. So in those areas where a person doesn't have the mishpat habachira to be a tzaddik in those areas, right? Because a tzaddik is someone who doesn't have conflict in an area, right? An avera comes, he doesn't even he doesn't even have the impulse to do the avera. It's so subtle, the tzaddik gomer, tzaddik sheina gomer, you couldn't even tell, and the tzaddik gomer doesn't, it's not even there at all. It's only, he only has impulse towards good, right? So there's no conflict. Right, but the point the Alter Rebbe is making is you can't just decide to be a tzaddik in a particular area. So in those areas where you wish you didn't have conflict, you have to own that conflict. And then in that space of conflict, right, like that—that's what I was getting to the powerlessness. Like I'm powerless over having the problem, but I'm not powerless over what am I going to do about it? What can I do within the context of my life? What do I have power over? I can't decide not to have the struggle. 
Right. I have power to ask for help. Ask for help. Or to, Somehow, to, to say right. that I need help. Whatever or, it needs. Or to do something. Right. Exactly. I have power to do something. Right. But I don't have power to decide the problem's not going to be there because that's the Mishpat HaBechira. That's the judgment. There's no, I didn't, I didn't get an opinion. They didn't, God didn't ask me his opinion when he decided to hand out problems. Right. <laughs> he didn't say like, Menachem, would you like this problem versus this problem? No. Like, the problems are given to me, right? That's it. I'm in this. I'm in this thing. I'm good at one something, and I'm not good at other things. And I could sit and like congratulate myself for being good at the things I'm good at, and judge everybody else for not being good at those things, and then like sit in self pity because I happen to have those problems, right? Or I have to look at it and say, no, I over here the mishpat habechira was that I'm I can I can excel in that area. It's, it's, it, it's I'm more inclined towards it, and the mishpat habechira. Right over here, the judgment was no. You're going to have a conflict in this area. So then, in those areas, right? That's why it's two different. It's swearing to they're two different circumstances. In those areas, the promises don't be a Russia, which means take whatever efforts you can make to overcome the struggle. Take ownership of the power without saying that my my the only way I'm willing to engage the problem is by eradicating the problem and making making it not be there. Because maybe I don't have the ability to do that right now. Right or in the moment, I don't have an efficient answer to make it not a problem. Nothing always famous.